What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 33 of Hopped on Sports. Our first full weekend of football is in the books, both NFL and NCAA. We are glad to have it back. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, so let me first introduce the co-host, the man himself, Stephen. How you doing, man? What up? Yeah, man, doing good. Good, good. Always like as usual. Always like as usual. <laughs> Looking forward to this all day. We've got a lot to talk about, like Preston said. Uh, great weekend of football, um, NFL and NCAA. We had some close games in both. Uh, we're closer to hockey season this week than we were last week, so looking forward to that. And uh, we're going to dive in. We're going to have a good show. we got a lot to talk about, so stay around. Yes, man. Uh, so here we go. Uh, yes, man. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> uh, so first off, we're recording this on Tuesday. Um had a few things come up, couldn't get things done yesterday. So going ahead, um, let's just dive right into what we're drinking first so we can talk about some Monday Night Football. Air. Air. I did not get a drink, so I'm going drinkless this episode. That makes um, episode 33 also episode 1 for me. I've not done this before. so uh, I am drinking uh, Anchor Brewing Company. It's the Citra Hot Blend. Um the Brewer's Pale Ale, I guess is what it is. The Brewer's Pale Ale Citra Hot Blend. Uh, it's 5.3%. Uh, this brewery, they're out of San Francisco. Uh, a lot of people probably heard of them because they've been around. Hey, he does have something to drink. And it's not mine. Uh, it's been around forever. 1896 is when this bad boy uh, was all started. Really? So, uh, Brewer's Pale Ale. Anchor yep. Brewing, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it, it, it's a uh, dry hopped American pale ale. Uh, I've already cheated. I, I already had a sip. It's very, very tasty, so I, I'm very happy with it so far. Uh, it will definitely get me through this show. I've not had this one yet, have I? Yeah, we had it. We had it. We, did we both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. I, I, I can't remember which show that was, but I brought it over here for us to have it on one. But I, I didn't feel right not, uh, not having a beer, so yeah, I had to tradition. make a walk to the fridge. Um, I'm just going, I guess, back to what I had a handful of episodes ago, the Uinta. And, man, this is a go-to brewery for me. It really is. This place is so solid, and it's a shame that they're located in uh, Salt Lake because, man, I wish they were in Tulsa. It's, uh, gosh, if you guys just, you can get your hands on their beer all over Tulsa, though. Yeah. So don't hold back. Like, if you're, oh, we want to try it, we think we should just do it. They're good. And you can find them on the pick sixes, which is crazy to me. But... Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Uinta Noble Nectar. It's a limited release, 2018. And, I mean, I, I don't remember do, drinking this one for some reason, but the description on the can, it just says it's a cold, golden-hued ale with Belgian yeast, um, grains of paradise, spell, and honey. And you can definitely taste the honey in I this one. I love that. That's why I really like it. Is, you can definitely taste the honey. Mm-hmm. So um, this is awesome. I'm glad i'm having a beer when five minutes ago i didn't think i was gonna be so uh yeah cheers cheers i've got a can here no glass but that was weird you didn't hear the (laughs) cheers we just cheered a can to a glass you guys didn't hear anything here all right so monday night football you said you had some stuff going uh, that's obviously why we didn't record so you didn't get get to watch anything did you get to see any highlights uh not many i saw a handful at work today but Mm. um yeah, I now, hear that last night was a little bit of an upset for you, though. Yeah, so 
Houston um, Saints started off really slow. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, boy, like this could be a real low-scoring game. Uh, there's a lot on the line uh, as far as fantasy goes. Uh, so I was keeping a very close eye on the game. Right. Um, so Saints come out really slow, but we've seen this numerous, numerous times with Drew Brees and the Saints. And and Aaron Rodgers and, yeah, uh, I and mean, Peyton Manning a, a, a and Tom Brady. A lot of the guys, I mean, they start slow and it just kind of progressively, you know, start to pick up and heat up. Well, Drew Brees started off really slow. Um the whole Saints office offense did, and eventually they were able to get after it again. Um, Houston couldn't put them away. Ended up being a really back and forth uh, kind of game. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I I didn't get to watch much, but I watched the score a little bit. When I turned it on, I see oh wow the Texans are up twenty one to seven, and if you flash back to I don't know four or five weeks ago when I kind of made some NFL predictions, mm-hmm. I was a little favorable to the Texans in how their season's going to go because yeah. I think they have a good team. I think they do too. And so that. when I turned it on and I saw that, I thought, wow, I mean, obviously New Orleans is not an easy team to beat. Uh, I know te- Dallas fans probably like to think they are, but <laughs> that's going to be one heck of a matchup. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Here in a couple uh, weeks. Yeah. I think Dallas and New Orleans play in like two or three weeks, don't they? We'll have, yeah, we'll have to look at that. Um, I'll be good. I'll tell you because I, I do have something, believe it or not, something good to say about the Cowboys. But Oh, yeah. Everybody um, does right now except yeah. Saints fans. Right. <laughs> um, how, but what I was getting at there was the Saints end up marching on, coming okay. forward, coming back. Yeah. How yeah. about that? No, like that. End of uh, the show. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, episode 34. We, we'll try again. We march in there and uh, – We. We. They. The they you, were, you got so, me all – I, I, you didn't give me any props over my my little play on words so there. So the Colts I'm run the Colts run out so, of luck, and now you're a Saints fan. If you were able to just c- capture the last five minutes of that game, you got to see one hell of a game just for the last five minutes. Saints get down there, they take care of business, they score. However, Houston comes right back down and scores in the last minute of the game. Yeah. However. With one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, yep. you cannot leave too much time. And what did they do? They left too much time. Uh, within just a few plays, uh, Saints get into what seems like a little bit crazy field uh, field goal position. Uh, 58-yard field goal. Uh, Luntz gets up there and he hits it like like it. You know, it was no big deal. I mean, he could have hit this thing from 70 yards, man. Granted, they're in a dome, you know, uh, wind and all that's not playing a factor here. He took care of Bears business when it mattered most, and uh, Saints end up winning yeah. this game. No, so. Lutz, Lutz was clutch. I, I watched the uh, I watched the replay on that, and I mean, it kicks a kick, right? But to to come out in week one, you're on the edge of like, man, the thing about this game that's unique that some people might have forgotten about was how last season ended. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that was that was. I'll tell you, the that fans there last night ending. did not because every it seemed like every other Saints fan that was there, yeah. they were either in a jersey or or in a referee shirt. Um, you know, it was, it was really crazy because, I mean, a new rule came from this. If, if you don't remember, like you said, the pass interference play uh, has absolutely infuriated everyone who lives in uh, – <laughs> 
all over Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, and they, they made it. There was a call at the end of the half that went against the Saints. And I swear, it you, it seemed like the, the whole dome was going to collapse because really? of the amount of booze that was coming wow. over. It's like I, I actually felt bad for the referees. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, it's a hard it, game to some, ref. If for some reason the Saints lose this game, yeah, I, you know, death threats, everything else. I um, still I don't know that football would be quite as hard to ref as hockey. I mean, when you look at overall refs like basketball, football, I mean, soccer even, dude, those guys have to run so far. But, like, soccer – I think is, I, I know I'm kind of going off topic here, but I think this is an interesting one is the refs have a hard job. And as a fan of the team, anytime you think a call doesn't go favorable towards you, of course it's going to piss you off. Yeah. But soccer refs have to run a lot. Basketball refs have to see everything. And so do football refs and football refs, man, they got a big field. There's a lot going on, but hockey refs, man, they, They've got it real tough because not only do they have to watch out for a flying puck, they've got to get up on the boards. They got to get off their skates. I mean, which, anyways, point I, I being, mean, that's an they they point. have a it hard really job. So but, I try not to point fingers too see, bad. Now, I mean, now we're getting so into, um, you know, using computers and things like that to kind of help ref the game because, right. like I said, a new rule has been, in, uh, you know, stated into the NFL this year. To where you'll be able to review pass interference yeah, calls. And we've seen it done. Yeah. And I think and I, I didn't like it at first, but there was an instance where I thought, wow, I thought that was pass interference. And so did the coach, and he threw right. his flag, and I thought, that's fair. That's actually fair. Yes, it slows the game down. No, I don't like replay. But if you have replay on of whether the ball crosses the plane or not, you might as well have it on everything. I just wonder, like, do you – is it worth doing now, or do you just save it for the playoffs? I mean, like, y- yes and no. I think that it should be a second-half rule. I think oh, you should get a flag in the second half. I don't think you should get one in the first half. Um, but I, li- I kind of like that. Um, so we'll see if that how after this year goes, how they And I just don't think the Browns that, should get one at all because it's not going to matter. They're not going to win the game. Well, so you're just slowing the game down for no reason. Right, John? Right. Uh, yeah, taking a shot at one of our listeners. Okay. Uh, so yeah very good game Uh, Saints win second game Raiders Broncos not gonna lie it was already getting late Uh, didn't watch hardly any of this game Raiders end up getting the job done taking care of business I heard the Raiders looked well I actually yeah the for what I saw and then the highlights I saw they looked looked well looked well (laughs) they looked swell I think is what you're trying to say uh no, they end up taking care of business, and after watching Hard Knocks and everything, I kind of feel like I'm pulling for them a little bit just to kind of get that franchise turned around. You know what? If there was ever, 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 ever going to be a season that I would hope that the Raiders did decent, because, I mean, dude, the Raiders fan base is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm agree. They're, they're out of control. I if, mean, if, Have you seen any of the videos of them chanting and stuff like that? No, like, but... A lot of a uh, lot of very explicit videos were yeah, done. They're, they're awful. For AB last night, so yeah, them and uh, Philly, and I mean, there's teams I don't like, <sighs> and then so there's bad. just fan bases that cause me not to like teams, and Oakland is one. But after going through what Antonio Brown put them through, I wouldn't mind seeing them doing what seeing them do well. Um, just because, why not? I mean, I hope they don't beat any of my favorable right. teams but i'd like to see him do well i get it i mean yeah. don't you you just you just gave up a third and a sixth round pick right i mean a third and a sixth pick 
I think is right, and uh, you almost lost $30 million, and this guy just left you high and dry to go pull a Kevin Durant and go to the <laughs> Patriots. So Yeah, brutal. Let's, uh, uh, we'll we talk can, about we can talk about Antonio yeah. Brown in a minute. I think yeah. that even though I got fed up with it and didn't want to talk about it, I think there's a couple points I'd like to mention. Yeah. Um, like you said, like you've already mentioned, Browns end up watching this game from start to finish on Sunday. I uh, was very excited for it. Baker Mayfield led an uh, amazing drive t- to start the game uh, for a touchdown, and then yeah. then kicker misses the extra point, and that pretty much sealed up the, the deal. Game. Yeah, I mean that, that that's how the the Browns' night went because after that it was absolutely annihilation. Yeah, I'm gonna go turn the air conditioner off. Um, it was just not not pretty. Uh, it, it was just very odd because. The two scoring drives that the Browns end up having, it looked great. They looked like they knew what they were doing. Everyone was on the same page and were able to capitalize and score touchdowns. And then the rest of the game, especially when they fell behind, you could tell Baker was really forcing it. Yeah. Um, well, Baker, were, in Baker's defense, the offensive line looked awful. No, they didn't. Well, okay. But the problem was when the offensive line actually held, not literally held, but when they held the defensive line, Baker made bad decisions. I want to say it was the first quarter. It could have been the second. But I want to say it was the first quarter. Their left tackle, starting left tackle, gets kicked out of the game for, yep. for kicking a guy in the head. Yep. Uh, when big, they're on, big, when, big when they're position, on down, right? So it's like, oh boy, that sucks. And well, then he leaves. He leaves the game. New guy comes in. A few plays later, that guy gets hurt, and he leaves the game. Yeah, it's so not your, a position you want to get hurt. No, absolutely not. So you're so, on your third string tackle. Yeah, so it's just a very tough spot there now, uh, and obviously that played a factor. Obviously, the Titans knew to target that point and were able to get pressure on Baker. And the whole game overall, I mean, yeah, it was dangerous. You just kept thinking, man, I just hope he doesn't get hurt at this point. It's like because... Aaron Rodgers, I was thinking the same thing. He just kept getting pressured, and mm-hmm. man, so it, very interesting game. Obviously, they get blown out. Uh, what was the final forty three thirteen? Yep, at home. However, After all this hype, probably the first like genuine sellout that they've had in a long time. I know that they've sold yeah, games out, I, obviously, I but yeah, this is tell. like. These no, were, everyone's this excited. Was a, everyone's in their jerseys. Well, but this it, was know, a big a, money sellout. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? It's one game. Like you've already mentioned one of our right. one of our listeners, uh, John Ryan. Uh, also, oh Ryan. Also, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess so. We got a couple of big Browns uh, fans. One from Cleveland. Actually, both from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, so they're not typical. So I talked Oklahoma to John. Fans. I talked to John last night, and you know, he, he kind of was thinking the same thing I was thinking was this is good for the Browns. I think. They had all these expectations going into the year. Crumble them. Everyone's saying, oh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. They're like, guys, let's not forget what kind of organization this has been the last few years. Not saying you can't turn around over, you know, over an offseason type thing because yeah. we've seen like the Rams kind of do something similar to this. We've seen teams in the past do that. But you're exactly right. It, I really think it's going to humble them. Team People are starting to write them off, going, oh, bust, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm telling you right now, as a Sooner fan and knowing what kind of guy Baker Mayfield is, that's only going to fire him up, and he's gonna he's gonna yeah. be ready. I'm, well, I'm telling you, going uh, forward, look for something big from him. Oh, and let me tell you something, and I could do a whole episode over the Steelers right now, but I, mm, I have a very tough time saying that I think the Steelers are going to win the division now. I know that was my prediction. I obviously think they're still capable. However. The Browns are in the hunt. 
Yeah. I'm not going to take it from them. I think that there's still a team to consider to be a one or a two in the AFC North. And the Bengals actually looked good. The Bengals played well. Um, so I hate the Bengals. I don't want to yeah. say that. But I think the AFC North is a toss-up. But well, if you're Baltimore. For, as I say, you're forgetting the team that if, obviously looked the best on Sunday. I, the reason I'm saying it's a toss-up, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy. Is, is that not crazy that we're already to that point? It, I know it's one game, so I really can't wait to see the Ravens play next week. They played uh, like a Super Bowl team. Because they were playing the Dolphins. Stats-wise. Let's not forget that. They were playing the Dolphins. That's why I say stats-wise. They hang 59 points. Lamar throws for five touchdowns. Um, Shout-out Marquise Brown, man. Two touchdowns. Uh, first, was like first rookie to have two touchdowns and 140-something yards in the first half or first yeah, game. I huge game. Something, something crazy. Um so a lot. I mean, man, yeah. That you, you start looking at these teams. I'm not. I just that, have a tough all, time. All saying in that it. division, and it's like, man, this could be a really good division. This yeah. could be a really good race throughout the whole year. So well, and it always is. It's a tough race, but I really. I mean, let's talk about the Steelers for a second. Ben Roethlisberger. Did you watch the game? I did. I watched the thing from beginning to almost end. I had to turn the TV off because I was really, I just. Because it, it was 33-3 at the time? It was so bad. No, I mean, and you know, I mean, the, the Steelers are my AFC team and the Packers are my NFC team. I favor the Packers over the Steelers. However, the coaching staff with the Steelers is struggling, man. And Big Ben, it, it to those of you that didn't watch, it was a rough game for the Steelers. They were playing the Patriots, mm-hmm. so they've never beat the Patriots at uh, at the Patriots field while Ben has been there. So you know he wants it. You know he wants to do it. There's a chip on their shoulder. It's called the Patriots. Um, They come out, and Ben looked pretty rough. Ben looked pretty rough. Um, First game of the season, not a ton of reps. And for the first time in Ben Roethlisberger's NFL career, I thought there was a chance he was going to get benched in the first half and Mason Rudolph was going to go in. And it didn't happen, and I have to say I was a little surprised. I don't think you're, I'm surprised because I don't think you throw in Rudolph in that situation on the road uh, against the defending Super Bowl champions. Yes and, and no. All that. I, I, I just I mean I, Rudolph I think, had a good preseason. Yeah, but that could be really damaging to his confidence. Overall, first of all, there how many drives got ended or you know never really got going because of drop passes i'm i'm not the oh guy. that's my where i was gosh. getting dante moncrief re- yeah. had one of the most horrifically poor wide receiver performances i've ever seen it was bad he dropped pass after pass after pass and ben even came out after the game and said i have all the confidence in the world in him i'm going to keep throwing him the ball and i thought that i mean that's good you as a quarterback as a leader you don't want to demean your re- receivers um, he threw some good passes and he threw some bad ones. And what was frustrating was the good passes he threw were getting dropped. Yeah. And they shut down Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, that's what I was about to ask you. Were you um, pulling up his stats here? Were you a little disappointed in Juju? No, I wasn't because there was overall zero performance from the Steelers, so it was hard to judge. I mean, it's not a terrible game. Six catches, seventy-eight yards. No, uh, I he wasn't was targeted eight times. I mean, he was clearly a, a, obviously a focus point for Ben. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Juju's got to be the guy now. You know, he's the number one. Granted, he, he was up. He's he, going against a very, very physical defender. Oh uh, well, so obviously the Patriots. I mean, my gosh, the whole defense. Yeah. 
I, I wanted to save that, so hang on, I'll, I'll hold that. The button. upset. But I, I was just saying, I would have, I don't know. I, you're kind of looking, you're, maybe it's too much pressure to put on Juju right out the gate. But, yeah, you're hoping that maybe he made some plays to kind of maybe extend yeah. some drives more. Or but then I also see a number of times Juju is wide open, yeah. ready for the ball, and he doesn't get it. Ben so you're, put, either you're, so ben you're putting it on Ben. You think that it was a Ben? No, I'm, not, I'm putting it on I'm putting it on Mike Tomlin, to yeah. be honest. I, I think it's time for Tomlin to go. And I've always yeah. liked him. I know a lot of yeah. Steelers fans haven't. I've liked him. Um, I think we're seeing a lack of leadership in the team. I think that Mike Tomlin and Randy, the offensive coordinator, have got to get on the same page. You've got James Washington on the bench for almost the whole game. And third down, you put him in and you send him down the sideline and Ben throws it downfield and misses him by 15 yards like three times. The guy has the best hands on the team. Nobody's catching the ball. Why is he not in the game? You know if the ball gets to him, he's going to catch it. It's what he's known for. He's young. Yeah. But, he. I mean, whether you're in college or the NFL, if a ball comes to you and you catch it, you're going to catch it from one, you're going to catch it from the other. I mean – he had a couple nice catches. I mean, he, he, ended up ha- great, yeah. he ended up having two he catches, like 50 50, yards. 51 yards. Um, so, I mean, he was clearly uh, a threat. But, yeah, they just fell behind, and they just could never never get it going. Um, now, let me let me say this. This is, <laughs> this is when I knew things were going to be bad, when I saw this stat. New England Patriots versus AFC teams in the regular season – are 39-0 and when both Tom Brady and Julian Edelman are both playing. 39-0 and against the AFC North? No, AFC. Wow. The entire AFC, when both those players are playing. Wow. I'm like, dude, <laughs> that is uh That's a potent stat. That is strong. Um, so I saw that before the game. I was like, eh, yikes. Um, but, you know, from start to finish, Patriots just look like the better team. Their defense, I'm not kidding. That is, they're, I don't blame the Steelers, man. Like, it, it, clearly the Patriots are the better team. I mean, that's all there is to it. At this point in time, they're the better team. The scary thing, the thing that everyone should be afraid of, is that's without Antonio Brown. Right. Now, granted, people can argue one way or the other, say, oh, well, Antonio Brown, he's going to come, he's going to steal touches, things will be different, could hurt the Patriots. I don't see that. I see him coming in, buying into the Patriot way, and um, obviously being a big threat, which my fantasy team is extremely excited for. But the whole NFL, I mean, they better be on notice because um, Patriots are here, man, and I think Brady's ready for number uh, seven. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. They looked so good. Yeah. They looked good against what's typically a tough Pittsburgh defense. Um, man, they shut T.J. Watt down completely. He just couldn't it stinks, do anything. He leaves the game hurt. You yeah. know, um, it was just there's a lot of things you were hoping to see the Steelers like maybe show a little bit of backbone and really fight their way back into this. But it's like every time there's an opportunity, the Steelers just couldn't couldn't uh, you know make it happen. So yeah, they've obviously got some changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. Whether you're playing the New England defense or you're playing anybody's defense, it, that team would not win a game. Right. So it was tough to watch. Um, it just ugh, something's got to change. Is Ben gonna contemplate retirement? I think that after last night, that conversation's becoming a little more relevant. Um, he just ugh. all right. Let's just move on because <laughs> uh, just a few other games. I just run over the score on uh, Colts. 
obviously they fight back. Man, I know they a, were so it was close. An awesome, awesome finish there. I mean, they make. Did a, you watch a great, it? I, I was able to stream a little bit. Uh, first of all, I got to figure something out, man. With no CBS. With, no, well, no CBS is back, luckily. However, there's only there's only one game uh, yeah. on at three thirty, and it's on Fox. Right. It was the uh, Dallas um, Giants game. So no CBS game at three thirty. Uh, Colts, of course, were playing then, and I just completely unable to watch it. So I, I found a stream that I was able to watch a little bit of it. Uh, but yeah, no, I got to figure something out because that sucks. I was ready to watch football really prefer not to watch the cowboys well but that's how it's always been we only get one game at 3 30 which sucks i mean you go from having fox I, and cbs i need, I need just somebody CBS. i need somebody to tell me that no we'll see that's what i'm saying there's not it it was fox and cbs at noon and then fox at 3 30 okay was, then, that was it, all then, that it's, was available. then it's fox and cbs Some, since fox i swear there used to be a i don't CBS know if they rotate i think they I might thought. rotate I don't know. Someone needs to answer me this because I was even looking online about it and I didn't really find anything. Uh, so if you know, please let me know because I am. Uh, anyway, they fall short in overtime. Uh, very no, unfortunate. No, no, no. Good Here's the back. thing, though: is like there's a game on Fox, but we don't get it. Like they were playing, they were playing on Fox here, but they were also playing on CBS. I guess CBS is the three thirty we didn't get. I don't. Know. We'll, Which would have we'll been the Seahawks? Seahawks were playing on. I don't know. We'll Anyways, uh, we're only getting one game at 3.30 if you don't go to a bar to get the NFL ticket. Yeah, which obviously I'm going to have to do or something. I don't know. Like I said, something has to be figured out. Uh, Vikings, Falcons, Vikings take care of the Falcons. Falcons were a turnover machine all game. Uh, Jets dominated the Bills the entire game and somehow let that game slip through their fingers. Yeah. I I'm, I can only imagine being a Jets fan at that game. Uh, that because that was I mean it was really domination and somehow end up losing that. Yeah, almost all the games uh, this weekend were like a one score game. They really they were. were they were all I mean, good. Uh, Eagles, uh, you know Redskins. the way the Jets um, just acquired Demarius Thomas. Did you see that? Yeah, from yep. from that, New that's England. That's good point. That's good. Right um, there. New England does not need another receiver. Ob- so obviously this is the effect of the AB um, pickup because uh, Demarius Thomas was really excited to get with the Patriots and actually had two touchdowns in that last preseason game. So. Uh, he didn't play on Sunday. Um, still was dealing with something, um, but what a year, man! You you wake up with the who was he with? He wasn't still with the Broncos, was he? Or was no? He? Um, he he left the Broncos and went to. Yeah, it doesn't matter either someone. way. What a roller coaster! You get you Boy, finally find your way onto is, the Patriots roster. This is his roster. fourth team in a year, right? But you that find sucks. your way onto the Patriots <laughs> yeah. roster, and the next day you wake up to a call from the Jets. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a, it's a little disappointing. How about? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can I be the water boy? <laughs> no joke. Uh, Eagles take care of business, 32-27 over the Redskins. Uh, Rams, very frustrating game because I was following this on my fantasy app because I had a lot of Rams players going. Uh, they they take care of business, 30-27 over the Panthers. Um, t- I have no idea what they're doing with Gurley. Gurley's healthy. Everyone's saying how he healthy he is. almost 100 yards. Stuff. Yeah, dude. He, they, he had... I think four carries in the first half. Yeah. I was like, what? Every time they were down in the red zone, they gave it to the backup. But Malcolm Brown, Texas grad, had two touchdowns in the first half. Right. I was like, who is a stud, by the way? No, he is. But, I mean, come on. Todd Gurley. I know. I mean, that's the guy. Uh, So, I I have no idea what was going on there. Uh, Next game, Chiefs, Jaguars. I wish I could have watched this game. I kept seeing highlights. Um Boy, yeah. it was an absolute throttling to oh, start that game. Show. 
you know, you've got Mahomes with over 300 yards passing in the first half. Did you see that no-look pass he tried? Yeah, he threw it. He said he owes Kelsey yeah, dinner, dinner or lunch or whatever. Kelsey's wide open. Dude, I, so I had Travis Kelsey last. I think I've had Tra- Travis Kelsey last two years in fantasy, so I've paid a lot of attention to a lot of uh, Chiefs games and everything. If I'd been watching that game you and, thrown and Kelsey something. misses a touchdown because this guy's not looking where he's throwing, I would have lost my mind. So they so. actually brought uh, – I don't know that they just did this, but they had a little deal with uh, Brett Favre and Patrick Mahomes. They set up a target and did a no-look pass test. It was kind of fun. Hmm. Saw that. Just kind of, I mean, Who won? Patty, uh, Favre got it in in two. Mahomes got it in in three. Hmm. But, you know, you're talking about a goat versus a kid. <laughs> I think that the in the long run, right? You don't. You would not put the goat name on Brett Favre. I don't think he's the goat, but he's he's obviously one of the. I mean, okay, he's, he's the, the goat does not man. just stand I mean, for an like anymore. I know, I know, the goat does I know, not just mean, mean one person. No, that, I mean that's true, but like what we're talking about. I mean, I, he was I, the goat of his just, time. There's no you, doubt. You just start thinking of a lot of other guys in front of him. Unfortunately, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Um, I I mean, dude, you go. Here's the thing, though. Joe you go Montana. back in the day. I don't know. I don't know that many people that knew football well at the time would want Peyton Manning over Brett Favre. I I don't know. I Favre disagree just, with that. But Favre here. Don't get me wrong. I love Favre. I was such a Favre guy just because he just. I mean, he laid it all on the line, man. That's the kind of guy you you, you play behind because he he was a warrior. I mean, you know. Um, but. Unfortunately, he gets a bad rap because all the interceptions. He gets a bad rap because he was he was reckless at times. Um, but you know, he he did what he did, and he was who he was, and that's how he played his whole career. Uh, when he came back with the Vikings, that year was so exciting because oh, yeah. he was just, I mean, like saying, say, showing all his haters, "Hey, man, like I'm still here." So um, I don't know where. Oh, you're comparing Mahomes. Hey, let me tell you right now. Mahomes, he's going to win the MVP. Oh, Mahomes is better than <laughs> Mahomes is going to win the MVP. Everybody, again. so. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It absolutely is ridiculous. Uh, That's a big 12 for you, baby. Just finish up. Seahawks 21 over uh, over the Bengals. Oh, man. They 21-20. Squeaked. Did you see how that game ended? Um, I thought it was I thought it was a forward pass, but what no, do I know? No, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't see that. I mean, I don't think it wouldn't have affected the way the game ended, but, I mean, I don't know. Seahawks win. That's all that yeah. matters. Cowboys. Um, Really kicked the crap out of the Giants. Thirty-five, uh, seventeen was even didn't even seem that close. Um, this is my one good thing you'll probably hear all year. Cowboys looked really good. Uh, Zeke, I don't think looked that great. Uh, I think that time away from the team probably hurt him a little bit. But he'll he'll get going. He's just got to get back into I guess football shape, you could say, and really get that chemistry back with the team. Um, but Dak, uh, he Dak impressed me. That was the first time I really felt like Dak looked like a really, really good quarterback. Other than the first couple weeks of his career, where, well, where I know but his like, Dallas career. Even then, like I Yester- don't know. I mean, I, yesterday, I just saw a guy, or yeah, Sunday, Sunday, looked, I saw I saw legit. a guy who had confidence in what he was doing and just really seemed like he belonged there. Um, so good for the Cowboys. I guess they'll have an exciting year to only finish in defeat in the playoffs. So. Um, now the game I was really excited about because they I got to see almost the whole fourth quarter in overtime because it was the it came on right after um, the Fox game ended uh, was Cardinals Lions. Did you get to see any of this? 
No, I mean, oh, did they put it on? Yeah. Okay, so, no, I switched the channel. Yeah, so they end up putting it on there saying bonus coverage or whatever like that and end up watching what could have been the start of a good career, the, the legend of Kyler Murray. Because let me tell you right now, <laughs> when I looked and he was like 2 for 5 with an interception and 11 yards. Yeah, and then he was like 11 for 27. First thing, like, first thing I thought was, oh, boy. Biggest bust in NFL yeah, history. Kyler Money Murray, right, Preston? Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, this could be bad. Uh, however, that fourth quarter, man, he really got it together and really balled out. It really showed the kind of guy he is because he was able to get his team to believe in him. Larry Fitzgerald, the dude's like 50 years old out there just balling out. And game results in a tie against the Lions. Lions could have easily won this multiple times. Um and we're able to put their, uh, the Cardinals away. Uh, tie ends up happening, but Murray played really, really well, and that shows you why he is the franchise quarterback now. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see how next week goes. Um, I think they face they face the Ravens next week. Oh, boy. So That'll be that, fun. that should be interesting. Um, but, yeah, really good game. Um, last yeah, you got Cardinals Ravens next yeah, Sunday. Uh, I mean, this upcoming Sunday. And earlier, as we were talking about, um, you are going to be seeing the Cowboys Saints play, and I think on the 29th. 29th. So, yeah. Whoa, man. Packers, golly, you got Packers Bears, and now you got Packers Vikings. There what a go. start to yeah, the season. That is strong. And then shortly after that, you've got a. Uh, You've got Packers Broncos, which shouldn't be as big of a deal if the Packers don't win that one. They just need to hang it up. So, um, man, we could really we could just talk football this whole time. Oh, There's know, so right. much going on. Well, let's we do, we let's do jump to something to, else and then we go back to NCAA football. We, we do have to mention, um, obviously, like we said, Brown. We recorded Saturday. I was sitting here and I'm thinking. Brown got cut. Is anyone going to pick him up? What is going to happen? I, I I actually did mention it on the podcast about the Patriots. Well, we um, no, we actually discussed. Uh, didn't he go to? He went to the Browns, and we talked about. I mean, he went to the Patriots, and we talked about it on the podcast. No, so before before when we recorded Saturday, he had he only been cut. He hadn't been picked up yet. So we we did that, and then we left, and later that day he got picked up by the right. Patriots. So. Two completely different feelings between then and now. Yeah, so um, Antonio Brown knew he was going to the Patriots about a year ago when he was yeah. still on the Steelers. Well, so that's the big talk now, and that's the only thing I kind of want to mention was... As soon as like, I heard he went to the Patriots, I thought that's exactly what the ploy was. Jerry uh, Jerry Rice has already come out and been like, you know, Brown reached out to me seeing how much he wants to play in the Bay Area, all this stuff, um, and then out of nowhere... I hear these speculations about him wanting to be a Patriot, and then all of a sudden he pulls all these antics, and now he's a Patriot. I think Jerry Rice just kind of felt like betrayed, like I kind of like stuck my neck out there for you, talking about you and this and that, and really it seems like this was all a ploy for you to get to the Patriots. Right, hundred so. percent uh, agree. Very. That, and don't ask me who I respect more between Jerry Rice and Antonio Brown. Guess I'm against Rice. You want to talk about the goat? I respect Jerry Rice way more than I respect Antonio Brown. So, I mean. Oh, you're, okay. You're yeah, being, absolutely. I thought you were like, hey, I hate both these guys. No, no. Yeah, Jerry I'm saying, Rice, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jerry Rice is awesome. Um, okay. Quite frankly, I, I looking at it now, I, I really don't know. Um, 
I just, I don't know. I don't feel like this is as Kevin Durant a move by Antonio Brown. No. I think that there was a, here's the thing. Who doesn't want to play for the Patriots? Okay. And Mike Tomlin, the whole organization of Pittsburgh is absolutely not going to give their best player to their biggest competitor. That's not going to happen. So Antonio Brown from day one of, okay, I want to leave the Steelers. Where do I want to go? Where do you think he wants to go? What could he possibly do to piss off the Steelers more than anything other than go to their rival and come back and beat them? Could you imagine if Brown had played Sunday? Or, yeah, Sunday Oh, it just would have been disgusting. I don't know that it could have gone any better for the Patriots. No, Patriots. Uh, no, I agree with that, but could you imagine the storyline with that? Like, And so I'm sitting there watching the game with Chuck, and I said, Chuck, this is without Antonio Brown. Yeah. And the Steelers are noted as having a good defense year in and year out. I mean, yeah, yeah it's probably not going to be very great this year, but even if it is, if that was good defense, just wait till you see Antonio Brown with that same squad because they're not losing a receiver to get him. No. They're, they're not, just not, gaining someone. That's all they I mean, did. yeah, they lost Demarius Thomas, but guess who wasn't playing against the Steelers? Yeah, Demarius exactly. Thomas. So, yeah. um, man, if you have a life savings that you would like to make a little bit of money on, I recommend you go to a uh, go to Vegas and put everything on the Patriots right now. Yeah. I, I don't even know what their odds are right now. I, I should have looked before the one show. One to but. one. So but if it, you guys want ridiculous. to risk your life that. savings yeah. for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, we'll, we'll have to see, man. Uh, Belichick said today he's not sure if Brown's going to play Sunday. So I'm a little like, why? Like, Well, because that, dude, you want to talk about a complex playbook. No, I, I do agree with that. I, I'm just hoping, you know. This guy's no Harvard graduate. It's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine um, having to form to Tom Brady in one week. But you would you would sure think that they could get something worked out, especially because he was off this Sunday and all that. I mean, I don't know. I, so we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully we'll have an update next show for you. Um, so keep an eye on that. Obviously my fantasy team, <laughs> keep an eye on that as well. Uh, but overall, great first weekend. I, I was very pleased with the NFL. Uh, it was just great to have it, it back. It was good football. A bunch of good games. So Got a NASCAR next week going into the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson did not make did the not cut. Qualify. He is Audi 2000. <laughs> I did see that. That's. It, well, I mean, what do you call that? Is that surprising? Is that, Old age. Yeah. Sucky you driver. So? You think so? Yeah. The only reason he... I mean, wait... Here's here's the biggest debate. I, you know, unpopular opinion number one: Jimmy Johnson is not and never has been the best driver on the racetrack. Okay, he's got the most championships. NASCAR is one of those sports where, debatably, now it's changed. The best driver does not necessarily mean the best car does. The best, it's the best car. It's the best team. Now you're looking at more of a system that you really kind of have to be the best driver. Jimmy Johnson was winning these with like. A third of the season left. It's like you're just wasting time going to race now because you're just racing for the purse. Jimmy Johnson had a great team. Um, he still has a good team. He's he's not the driver now that he was. There's no doubt yeah, about that. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. But uh, he's not he's not relevant. But he's not irrelevant. Um, Kyle Busch, in my opinion, maybe unpopular opinion number two, is probably the best NASCAR driver ever. I, I just, 
don't see and have not seen in my lifetime somebody that's a better driver. And if if you put this guy in the old cars in the 70s and the 80s and the 60s, he's winning races, man. He's a fearless driver that's just going to go out there and race to the end. And he's one of the most unpopular drivers right now because of it, because he's just, he's so good. Well, there's yeah. literally not a more talented driver right now, and it's not debatable. Um, there's a reason he's won in the points, and they do it by a lapse led basis, and uh, you get points for different stuff. But when you look at the stats, you can see who's led the most laps, and he's significantly farther ahead than anybody else. So hmm. it's, uh, it, I mean, watching him race. <laughs> It's just impressive. One night, I'll tell you what, there, here's a little story for you behind that. Um, when I go to Kansas City, I've been to Kansas City many, many, many times to watch these races. I went to a truck race, and Kyle Busch, his history as of recent has always been number 18. He's always 18. Well, I go to the truck race, and there's the there's like the NASCAR circuit, which is where all the all the big guys run in, the Monster, Seri- the Monster Energy Series, and then there was Nationwide, and then there was the uh, Truck Series. And I go to the truck series race, so this is two steps down. And he's running with rookies, and uh, I see a car go flying, and he's not in first. He's he's a handful of spots back, and all of a sudden I see this car make a move. And I was like, who is that guy? Because we will be watching him on Sundays <laughs> very soon. And That's this cool. car was number 58. And I thought, okay, immediately I stopped what I was doing. I grabbed the program. I look, 58 none other than Kyle Busch. Wow. I mean, it's just, as a racer, as like a racing mindset, I could see it. It's like, nobody on this level could make moves like he's making on the track right now. And I saw that, and I was like, 58, who's 58? I knew it was Toyota. I thought maybe it's Christopher Bell. Maybe somebody Maybe somebody else stepped down from the Nationwide Series. And Kyle runs the truck series, used to. But uh, 58 surprised me. It really did. I, I did not expect that. I didn't know he was running, so it was a bonus. And then... You just see him dominate, dominate the race. I mean, you're talking to every restart. Like, five laps later, he's a quarter of the track ahead of everybody, hmm. which is stupid fast. And uh, it's just, that's Kyle Busch, man. I, I, I will probably never be convinced that there's ever been a better race car driver. I get that there's different types of championships, and back right. in the day, people were winning a lot, and Jimmy Johnson had his run. But the system was set up for Jimmy Johnson, and I'm not stripping him. He's obviously a good racer, but um, I just don't think with the same system we've got right now, Jimmy Johnson, there's no way he could have won seven in a row. It's just too difficult. Um, back then, he had a good car. He had a good team. He was a good driver, but man. And Kyle was running too, but I don't, Toyota and where, where Kyle was at the time, they just didn't have as strong of a team. So... I know a lot of you guys are, I'm just kind of talking stuff no, you don't I mean, understand. That, that's, actually, but. that's really knowledgeable, though, you know, for to get to the viewers, like a guy like me who watches, a, you know, a handful of races a year. Um, you a know, handful it, of laps a year. <laughs> well, eh, no, maybe, maybe the more, last 20 laps of a race two or three times a year. Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll put that out there. Um, but, no, it is interesting to see. I mean, the talent levels do matter, clearly. I mean, like, it does... Obviously, the racer has to yeah. to be and a good driver I mean, and whatnot. This is one that we could talk like, you look at Babe Ruth, 
and you think, what would Babe be doing today? Because you'd seen, like, what would Adam Verlander be doing back then? Right. Because it'd be nasty. Oh, Justin Verlander? I meant, I yeah. said Adam Verlander. I was literally thinking of Adam Levine when I said that. That was weird. <laughs> um, uh, only because they kind of look similar. I don't just randomly think about Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, that is interesting. That That's a whole nother debate we can get into another time because I've got a lot of comments on that. But, yeah, no, you're right. So, we'll have to keep an eye on that. You'll have to keep us posted. Get us ready I'm, for uh, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I mean, you got four time. drivers that really have the best shot this year. It's gonna be Kyle Busch, I think, coming in strongest. Kevin Harvick, probably a solid number two, and then Denny Hamlin and uh, Joey Logano Joey are gonna be fighting yeah. for that third. And all four of them can win, and so can Brad, and so can all. It, realistically, sixteen drivers could win this year. The system is not set up for the best driver to win. You have to win races. You have to lead laps. You have to advance to the next stage. If you get in a wreck, you're screwed. Hmm. So just don't get in a wreck. You're just screwed. So in retaliation, this system is set up for a retaliator to get revenge. Because, like, you've seen it done, too. It happened to Joey Logano. It's happened to Matt Kenseth. Um, If you wreck somebody in week one, and then you go to race week two, and you're racing whatever you make it, week three... If that person that you wrecked in week one is not going to make it through to the next round, they're going to take your butt out, oh, wow. and you're going home. Yeah. So it's tough. There's fight. There's going to be blood. There's a lot of blood. So, yeah, let's move on from NASCAR. Well, week two, college football, obviously very exciting. A lot of good games were on. Uh, we spent most of that day together watching some football, uh, recorded the podcast, of course. Which day? On Saturday. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, so, end up going to our buddy's house. Big, ever, uh, big LSU fan. Did you ever find your keys? Found my keys, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. Uh, Two hours later. Got, got home, yeah. Uh, LSU, I'm telling you right now, man, they're the real deal. Uh, uh, they, they, uh, there's new offense. Are we talking the real deal versus Alabama and versus Georgia or the real deal versus the Big 12 well, so, who has so no defense, this. apparently? So, LSU... They've had a just a really crappy offense the last few years. It's they, like they pound the football and can't throw when it matters most. Well, now they're throwing the football. They've got the spread offense yeah. that they're running. They beat Georgia last year. I, I liked they LSU kicked, in that game. They kicked Georgia's butt last I'm year. I'm not. I don't. If Keith is listening, I don't want him to come in the back of the warehouse and shoot me <laughs> tomorrow. So, I, I literally. I mean, watching LSU. I'm not trying to say they didn't have a good team. They have a good team, but. You, I, when you we start using the words great and phenomenal and oh my god this yeah. team this year when you sit back and think about Clemson and Alabama well, maybe you get a little bit of a reality they, check they have to go through daddy they have to go through Alabama the guys who've absolutely da- owned them through the daddy league. is as in like oh use daddy no LSU's daddy Bama is daddy for LSU Bama and OU kind of well coming I mean, from you because you said daddy i thought you meant no from i'm, I'm saying they're gonna have to go through daddy through the sec which is alabama alabama owns the conference yeah uh obviously I, georgia's coming on but they, uh, they own the conference the more i think and the more i watch and everything i just i don't think that alabama is going to be an, a top three team this year i hope you're right i, I mean i are. see clemson staying number one through the end of the season yeah and i see georgia losing a game Ah, man, OU, I just don't know. I I just, you never know at the Big 12. And the reason being, teams score, man. They just put up points. Here's the thing that worries me. So, West Virginia, 
I mean, they are clearly just awful. Right. Right. So they I, were I, one of the big threats last I year. I don't think there's any doubt this year now that it's OSU in Texas that OU's got to fight too. Yeah, maybe Baylor at Baylor. Maybe, um, yeah, that's a tough that, place. That's Waco's kind of tough. Just, that's just, you know, we'll still have to see there. TCU, they're quietly sneaking back up in the polls. I think they're 16. Uh, so we'll kind of see. I mean, Gary Patterson's one of the best coaches in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but oh, you doesn't ever struggle with them to the to the better part of the. I mean, right. I mean, th- now there's been a couple years, but mate, that's when TCU had Boykin. I mean, yeah. it's well, just, so I looked. My shout out Ozair, even though I know he doesn't listen because he doesn't ever like or talk about our podcast. Uh, so uh, he actually texted me last night and goes, "Dude, think about this. When's the last time OU lost a true road game?" And I was like. Wow, let's think about this. Um, and I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. You have to go back to 2015 when <laughs> OU lost at TCU. Uh, it was the Katy Perry game. I don't know. If Come you on, man. Stuff. No, they lost in they lost in Stillwater. No, I looked. I looked. I went through all this. Was it okay? So it was OU when Stoops decided to punt against Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and that must have been... I thought that was in Stillwater. Okay, so no, 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 that it was, was in, in Norman. That was in Norman. Oh, yeah. one of my favorite sports plays ever. Bob Stoops. Was there. Most uncharacteristic <laughs> yeah. choice of Bob. They freaking, they've got the game. And you know who, obviously we know who they kicked to. They kicked to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. You don't kick, you have an option to punt again or just I, leave the ball I, with the reason, OSU offense. And it was good field position. It was. Like good they would have been OU. pinned within the 40. Yeah. No, it was I mean, like, it was it less was, than that, It too. was like the 15, 10-yard line. It was somewhere in there. They were going to have to drive the whole field. It's like, what What? What do you hope to gain They could do that? a 30 for 30 specifically Oof, on that play. I don't want to talk about on it. On that play alone. Because not only— That cost OU a potential championship. Well, OU could have buried OSU then because OSU wasn't going to make a bowl game. <laughs> Instead, they, oh, make, yeah. they make a bowl game. The legend of Mason Rudolph was yeah. born. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. fun, man. It was ugly. Fun anyway, season. Anyway, 2015, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's absolutely insane. That's the last time Moe's lost a true road game. Um, anyway, I can't remember where we are all going with that. But LSU, I think they're really good. We'll have to continue to see. They've got a brutal, brutal schedule. Um, so keep an eye on that. Texas, classic Texas. Oh, Texas is back. Texas is back. This is their chance, national television, at home, to really send a message, um, really not just for them, but for the Big 12. You know, they they destroyed Georgia last year in the the Sugar Bowl. They could have taken out another SEC team. Uh, They fail. It's classic Texas. And I just can't wait to play them. Um, hopefully, we can we can put that next. Are you going on. down to that game? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, I've never been. I I, I, I like really to. wanted to go down there. I mean, my brother was living down there. It would have been cool to yeah make that work. But it's a dude. Let me tell you, it, it's a weekend. Like it is a one of those deals where, I mean, going to the game is a big ordeal. Leaving the game is a big ordeal. The game's a big ordeal. I mean. It, Everywhere and you get the you go, fair going super on, busy. too. Yeah, the fair's going. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, you like, it's not like a throw-together-real-quick deal because yeah. all the hotels are taken. you got to really, you know, really plan it out. So One of these years, I just want to just 
I'm going to have a wild hair, and I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go to the Michigan, Michigan State game. Or I, I, I'm going right to go watch, like, right watch, just to watch a big rivalry, just somewhere I'd never think I would just go for fun, you know? Yeah. I uh, mean, who's who's Ohio State's biggest rival? Michigan. Michigan, that's yeah. what I thought. That would be a fun game. Yeah. Either stadium. Yeah. I mean, big to go to a Big Ten stadium in general yeah. would be so fun. There's I, like I would love to, I would super, love to go to some Big Ten games. Super rowdy stadiums yeah. in that conference. I mean, hundred thousand. You've got seaters. three, three teams that all have a hundred thousand people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Have you ever been to a game in Lincoln? Uh, no, I've not. Yeah, they Nebraska probably has the best fan base. I, mean, I think in sports, how many? They've gone like they've been like going since like the forties. They've never they had a game out. not sell out. Yeah, they're no, like the, not the forties. They're like 64 years straight. It's something ridiculous, yeah. I, I do know that. And speaking of Nebraska, they're supposed to be really good this year and lose. Yeah, they were supposed I mean, to be good. Just, oh, they did just, lose? Yeah, they I was going to say, they were supposed to be good the last two years. And it's just ridiculous. Too. It's good for college football for them to be better. Like, it, they need to get back. Like, I, as an OU fan, as someone who, no matter how good OU was, uh, there's a lot of times Nebraska, unfortunately, was better and kicked the crap out of OU during – you know, some of the uh, early 70s, 80s, stuff like that. So right. it's hard to say it, but Nebraska needs to be back. They need to be good. They need. It's just good for football, man. You like to see these schools, like, like classic schools, be good. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we will be at Chapman Stadium on Saturday at 2.30 for the Oklahoma State-Tulsa University football game. Wait, will you be there? Uh, I'm, oh, I'm come definitely on. going to make an appearance. Whether we're going to go to the game or not, I don't know. Um, <sighs> okay. But I will be well, coming up there it. for at least I will be there. Yeah. Um, um, if we can get, I mean, I think it'd be fun to, <sighs> tickets might be a little difficult to get grouped together, but man, if we could get some listeners to go out there, that'd be what a fun day that'd that be. Would. We get John, Steve said maybe they'd come out there. We could have a good time before the game. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun game to go watch. I cool. think that it's gonna truly, for the first time, show if OSU is gonna have a good team because yeah. main reason being, oh, TU's defense That's held Michigan solid. State really good. I mean, they yeah, might have points. allowed ten points. Oh, just like yeah, actual defense, because, right, right. but it was all to use offense that gave Michigan State points. Um, this this could be a, one of those games that OSU's got to be real careful with. And I mean, you, even OU OU's seen it with TU before. They've OU TU's beaten OU before, yeah. right? I mean, uh, I remember at least one year. I think that's happened. If not, it was very close. So I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I mean, we have to go back. I. To you, you just that sounds familiar, you don't want to go to that stadium and let your guard go down. I mean, so we'll be there if not if we're not there for the game, which I will be. We will be there. We will be there, and I think it'll be fun. So if you guys want to come out, let's go watch that game. It's going to be a good way to kick off, like kind of officially kick off the season because we're about to get into conference games. Mm-hmm. So if y'all want to go, hit us up. If you guys are having a tailgate, hit us up. It'd be fun. Um, well, you know they shut down 11th right there by the stadium. They so should. You you walk on you like they you walk around all there and it's it's a lot of fun. I've been to quite a few games. You know they used to not shut 11th down, that's which nuts. just absolutely <laughs> blows yeah, my mind. That's nuts. No, yeah. I've been to a bunch of OU TU games there. Uh, I should say a bunch, handful. Um, been to been to a few OU or uh, OSU. 
TU games there. Went to that uh, TU Boise State game when they came here. Uh, right, you know, right after all the uh, Boise State nonsense. Um, no, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to look at that. It was a kind of a bomb to just drop in there, but yeah, you're right. That's coming up. We need to get that planned. Um, what do you think? Uh, I know you just kind of briefly touched on it. What do you think about OSU this weekend? Oh, I mean, it, it's hard to get a real feel when you're playing a, a terrible school. It, it is. I, I mean, it's the same it, thing with OU, but I still think that OSU is going to have a good offense. Our quarterback looks great. I've had a couple people come to me and go, yeah, well, OU's quarterback still beat OSU's quarterback. Well, guess what? I mean, he was a Heisman candidate. Come on. We already know the guy's the real deal. So you're comparing him to a true freshman that co- or a, a freshman that comes into Oklahoma State. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think that I think that Oklahoma State has a legitimate quarterback, and I think that we've got a couple good receivers. We definitely have a good running back. Um, I think that the story of OSU this year is going to be, does OSU's defense show up? Yeah. Does OSU's defense show up? Because if they do, the offense will perform. They will. And what comforts me a little bit is knowing that Gundy claims that it was a fight for the quarterback spot. So if number two is fighting number one for the quarterback spot, that means that our number two is at least decent. I mean, if he's even in the debate, this number one's a real deal. He's very good. So... It's going to be fun to watch play out. I mean, what what did I pick us as an eight-win team this year? I think we'd be good at an eight-win team. Eight um, sounds... I might I might say that I would renege on that and go back and say maybe we'll be a ten-win team. I think that o- OU and Texas are going to be our scariest this I th- year. I think if OSU wins ten games, not only will that be just fantastic, but it'll be a miracle. Uh, and that's nothing against them. I just I think it's more – like everyone else thought, more of a rebuilding kind of year, kind of really f- feeling it out, getting the new quarterback. Yeah, and I agree, but with the but offense already right. shown to be know, as powerful as they it's are. Just, it's like you, it's just a tough first couple games. And really, TU's not going to help showing either, for the most part, just because Oregon State, trash. I get it. McNeese, uh, trash. You know, it's like TU, yeah, good defense. If they go hang 50 on TU, it's like, wow, Michigan State even though they might be down, um, they only hung 28. You know, it's like really interesting to see. So we'll have to go. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I'll I have to, uh, I have to really, um, oh, I don't know, go in for the Sooners here, um, brag a little bit here. <laughs> I think the, the future is extremely bright, man. Um, the talent level that OU is bringing in. Obviously, playing at South Dakota State, you get to play um, a lot of guys that you're not going to get to see much of this year because they're young and redshirting and whatnot. Uh, OU plays three quarterbacks. Hertz, who currently is still leading the Heisman. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Mordecai comes in. Actually looks pretty good. Six for eight, 114 yards, two touchdowns. But then the future came in. Uh, and I was super excited. You were there um, when I was like, man, this kid, Spencer Rattler, I'm telling you, he is going to be the real deal, man. Keep an eye on this. Remember that name because he comes in, goes 4-for-4, four four, 50 yards, touchdown throw. Uh, it's just an exciting time, man. There's yeah. there's so much talent here, more talent coming. Um, it's hard to really, like I said, get excited, but 
Uh, Lamb makes some great catches. Um, all three of the new five-star fr- freshman receivers come in, all catch a touchdown. It's an exciting time to be a Sooner, man, and um, we'll just have to see where what they can build off of this and uh, go forward. UCLA, they're not very good. Uh, they're giving away free tickets to the game <laughs> this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think they had 30,000 people at that game last week. So where at UCLA at the the Rose Bowl, man. Okay, I mean it's, uh, you know, it 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 should be an absolute, you know, throttle. Um, but you know, you never know. But I hope OU can just go in there, uh, stay away from injuries, take care of business, you know, work on uh, fundamentals, and Hertz can continue that campaign for three straight Heisman's, and we'll go from there. But, um. I like what I'm seeing. I really do. And I think another team to be worried about is Ohio State, man. Um, always, always. They're just they're so good. <laughs> you, can, you can just tell Justin Fields comes in there, transfer. Um, he looks, man, he looks really, really good. So keep an eye on them. Their, their rival, like you were saying, a uh, game that we'd both like to go to is a Michigan game. Um, almost lost to Army. And this hit a little close to home because um, obviously OU was in the exact same position last year this time. Yeah. Going. uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, They were in the same position winning in overtime, which Michigan ended up doing 24-21 over Army. Uh, Just crazy, man. Army, I I told you this was one of my favorite games to pick this week. Yeah. that line was 22 and a half points, which I thought was ridiculous because I was like, Michigan's not going to have the opportunity to score. Army just keeps the ball the whole time. So, love that game. Glad I got that right. But overall, man, you just look at the games. Clemson, A&M didn't quite live up to the, maybe the expectations. Um, I mean, Clemson only wins by 14. Boy, it so it wasn't. It wasn't lived up to Vegas. It wasn't. Almost. Well, they covered. Well, I mean... It, Clemson was in the points, so got that game too, and uh, not to brag. Um, man, I just overall great weekend. I just I'm so happy. I'm just so happy football's back. It was it was so great that Sunday I was sitting there watching TV. It was about three o'clock, and my eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've been staring at a screen for so much the last two days. Like, it's like this is such a great feeling. Like, it's it's back, but. Um, See, look, look, there's only one of those honey beers up there. I don't think I've had this beer before. Oh, there, we, you did. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you about All it. Right. Oh, you know what? I did. Um, I didn't. I did. I didn't. I did. I didn't. I don't know. Last thing I want to mention about college football for the week until our next show where we break down our picks and things like that. Alabama, not happy that their game this week is going to be at 11 a.m. Um, they Alabama's had, not happy yeah, about it? Yeah. Uh, because they've moved the game because of the heat, the extreme heat that they're dealing with there. Extreme uh, heat yeah. compared uh, to what we've got well, right now. Well, you know, let's, let's just say it's even, okay? How many freaking games does OU and OSU play at 11? At 11? Are you kidding me? Like. Always. So to sit there and make a remark like, oh, we got to play. Yeah, no, not having it, man. Absolutely not having it. Bama can stick it. Um, thought it was really funny, man. So forget that. But 
can't wait for the weekend. Can't wait till Friday. Yeah. So um, get some college football back. What else do you want to talk? I mean, you want to talk UFC? Well, Khabib comes out and just cleans clock. Khabib, again. he got close, man. I, they put he got in the Kimura. It was close, and I, then all of a sudden wish, he's twenty-eight. No, again. Yeah, I wish we could have watched. Um, that was also Saturday. I didn't hear. Uh, where, do you know where it was? Kind of Saudi Arabia or something. Was it? Because I was like, why there. is it at two p.m.? No. Well, I don't what really happened know. is I, I pull out my phone. I'm like, okay, so I need to look and see what time yeah. I need to tune in for the fight. And I start seeing results. I was like, oh, okay, boy. well, no, I want to see. I want to see this UFC. And then very quickly, I realized, wow. I'm an idiot because they already fought, and I missed it. That's so. pretty quick. Like, all of a sudden, get that update. Khabib chokes out. Yep. Wins. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I I did want to I did want to see that, but you, you see Connor tweet out after that? said, book the rematch with Moscow. Yeah, I did. Oh, boy, I hope that I happens. Did. And he's <laughs> like, in Moscow, let's do it in yeah. your hometown where I'm going to have to bring 100 bodyguards. Yeah, exactly, right. I I hope that happens, man. That'll be that'll be really really. Yeah. So we've got Cowboys Roney versus Justin Gaethje. Gaethje. I never say his name right. So it's uh, that fight's coming up Saturday. And Is it? boy, you want to talk about a fight? I'll let you that's, see that. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys thirty six and twelve, but he don't fight like him. Man, he fights like he's fifty and zero. Yeah. And he's a guy that everybody's scared of. So, I mean, mm, it's. Dude. Um, now they just announced Nate Diaz too, right? For what, did he come out? He finally come out. You're going that joke again. Uh, Nate Diaz. Um, uh, what is it? Mavidal. Mazaldal. Mazaldal. I didn't. Boy, I, I haven't just seen it. So I, well, I just I just was scrolling through and I saw something earlier about that. Uh, that's going to be the main event for. I think it's November. Might be out. Yeah, it's November. Is he going to be fighting for Jorge? Masvidal? Yeah. That's really? What, that's what it was. Yeah. So. I figured that's who you're talking about. That, oh, man. Yeah, as I say, that would be a good fight. Yeah, you want to talk That would be a really good it. fight. I won't miss that one. I lo- Man, I love the UFC. I, I know a lot of people don't watch it because it's just brutal. I've been, like, I've been, I get why people don't watch it, and they prefer to watch boxing over I've been that. watching a lot of uh, uh, rerun you know, pay-per-views, stuff like that with the ESPN Plus. I'll give, I guess I give a little plug well, here. With, it is uh, really with nice boxing because, or? No, UFC. Okay. Um, you can click on there and you can watch old pay-per-views yeah, and stuff it's like great. that. And it's, I mean, it's been I, really I cool. I love I mean, ESPN Plus. It's, it's pretty great. solid, man. I, I was really didn't know what to do and if I was going to get it or not. But since I've got it, it's it's really nice. So. I had it like two years ago and I used the crap out of it. And then I canceled it and I just rejoined it because of the OSU game this weekend. Mm. And just reminded me how much I missed it, man. They just show all the stuff that a lot of other networks don't cover enough. They've got a lot of soccer and a lot of fights. Yeah. And, I mean, really, for a soccer fan, if you don't have ESPN oh, Plus, exactly. you're just missing out no, huge absolutely. time. Big time. If you're time. a soccer fan, you got to get it because I get on there and it's like 50 freaking yeah. matches going on. You're just like, like, wow, I've not heard of this team yeah. playing this team that I've not heard of. <laughs> I watched a soccer game today, um, England versus somebody. I never even looked at their name. It was a good match. Uh, I thought it was, I mean, it was. I shouldn't say it was a good match. It was an entertaining match. There was some flops, which is just, oh, dude. I'm sure not a lot of our listeners are big soccer fans, so um, let's just all come to the conclusion that about five to six years ago is really when I stopped watching a lot of soccer and a lot of it relates to the freaking flops. It just, it's nonstop, man. And it, 
honest to God, watching a soccer game, you just, it, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating, especially on TV. In person, it's not so bad because you see flops and then you're just like, oh, maybe I'll see a fight. Maybe we're going to see a fight come out of this. But you're watching soccer. you got your team. Obviously, if you're watching a game, there's a team you'd prefer to win. If not, you're literally just what do they call it uh schizophrenic why are you watching sports if you don't have a team that you want to win um and all of a sudden you see a flop and then the ref calls it and they're in the box and now you got a penalty kick and then the freaking flop decides the game yeah and i get it i mean i understand sports enough to know that i could get over that and still watch soccer for what it is but it's it's caused me to quit watching completely because when you go from watching soccer to watching hockey, or when you go from watching hockey to watching soccer, oh, what else night, can you say it, other than this is a bunch of grass fairies? It's night and day, absolutely. And I grew up playing soccer. I was good. I was a good soccer playing player. Playing soccer and watching soccer are two different things, man. Because I used to love playing soccer too. I mean, it was it was a fun uh, activity to do, and I mean, I would still get out there and play now. But watching it is just a whole. Unless you really do have a team that you cheer for and really care about, it's like. It's on TV, and you're just like, uh. But I'll watch uh, the World Cup. I'll watch the Olympic soccer. I love it. I like watching the, uh, like the 18 and under, like the 18, like the 18 year old soccer. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. You don't know what I'm getting yeah, at? I, I know what you're getting at. I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah, nothing. Probably when the you same. watch the Olympics. Yeah. yeah, I got you. You probably don't even know that the Olympics are only allowed to have like four, three to four players that are. Outside the age outside bracket. The age. Interesting. Yeah, and that's like that's awesome soccer because these guys are playing. They're trying to prove themselves. There's not as many flops. Yeah. No. There. There is. By the way, 18 years old is an adult. Just in case you're wondering, I don't know why you were laughing when I said that. Did that did that trigger you? Are you upset? No, I just don't understand why it was funny. Nothing. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I agree. That what big games, things like that. I mean, obviously USA is playing things easily can get into it just otherwise i i don't really have a i don't really have anything invested in it it's it's hard to really yeah. hop into it and well, to your got, point got, apparently i'm a pedophile because i like watching 18 year olds got, play soccer we've got friends like cj and chris and ozair i mean they all have teams they like to cheer for yeah. and i mean they end up watching a lot of lots when i went to ou i could not believe how many people watch soccer yeah i would I'd walk, I still I'd, watch soccer. I'd walk into like lounge areas There'd be a group of you know eight ten guys sitting there in jerseys and stuff like that yeah. watching soccer. It's like wow, I, I just had no well, idea. You got all these different leagues and all these different yeah. championships. It seems like there's always some type of bracket play going on, and Absolutely. it's entertaining. Always like, something going on when you follow it. It's entertaining, but I'll tell you, it, it genuinely is fun to watch as like high school soccer because there's not flops. They just, they're out there playing, and uh, college soccer, especially college men's, college women's, it's it's that's a, that's a league of soccer that's entertaining to watch. I mean, these guys that are getting paid the big bucks, they know they know the system. The guys that aren't, they're just trying to get there, trying and they're playing it. hard. And it, it's fun soccer to watch. It's fun. Have you ever been to a college soccer game? I haven't. Oh, dude, you're missing out. That, that is a sport that I'd go watch. If I get invited to a college soccer game, I'd go. Absolutely. Cool. So. I like it. Did you watch any of the tennis? I, uh... Very, very little. I didn't get to watch much, but Nadal did win. I watched Serena a little puts bit. Him, and puts him I, right I behind Federer. Nadal's, so, um, 
Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, still the dominant forces you know, of our generation. Funny. Nadal talks. He's like, man, I played really bad, so it's amazing. I won. Well, he's so. He. I don't care what anybody says. He's the most humble out of the three. I mean, yeah. oh, I just. I think that's. How fair. do you not like Nadal? I mean, Djokovic is my favorite to watch. Yeah. Nadal. It. Nadal Djokovic match is like a dream come true, right? Even though I love watching the Joker play, I'm never going to pull for anybody over Nadal out of those three. There are other players that I would prefer to see win, um, but Nadal is just how do you not how do you not like him unless he's beat your guy multiple right. multiple that's, that's why, multiple 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 has. times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, tennis, man. I'm telling. If you get into watching tennis, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, especially like you that, pick two or three people that you just want to watch through a tournament, yeah. and then you just watch those matches. You don't have to watch every match because you can't. That's one of the ones I'd want to be there to watch. Oh, it. yeah. I, I, I'd I, love to go to I one. Don't, I've I never don't really been. care for watching it too much on TV. I mean, I can, but being there live, I can only imagine, man. I, I bet that's exciting. Yeah. I so. can't answer for that because I've yeah. never done it. I would love to. I would love to. I don't think I can afford it, but those tickets are expensive <laughs> oh, yeah. for those big no, tournaments. No joke. Um, well, let's finish up with this. Uh, last night, got to see the Yankees bury the Red Sox, reclaim the East. There's 0% chance the Red Sox can win the East now, so that's always nice. nice. Like for, that. for the Yankees fans, I guess. I yeah. didn't. Know. I actually wasn't aware of that. They're nine, the magic number now to uh, win the division is 9, so almost there. Um, however, something we haven't talked a lot of baseball. I get it. It's kind Not of a ton. It's, it's kind of a weird time of year. We will be because though. It's you're getting up real excited. Soon. We will so be. yeah, obviously getting closer to October, we will. And obviously, it's time to uh, get ready because guess what, dude? The Cardinals have come on. Isn't that crazy? Strong, and they are in the driver's seat to win the NL Central now. It's nuts. Yeah. Four games up on the Cubs. Cubs just possibly lost Baez for the year. Oh no way! Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Um, That's bad news for them. Exactly, Jeff. I don't want Jeff Eaton, <laughs> coworker. Oh, is that why on, he was so grumpy he today? He could be on suicide watch. Oh, that's uh, not funny. Nah, I'm just throwing out facts, dude. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Cardinals can pull this out. It'd be nice to see because I would love they a card. How perfect would a Cardinals Yankees playoffs? I mean, uh, World, World Series, Series be I'd, for I'd be for our that. first. Of Official season. We'd all talked on sports. We'd all talked about it. My my dad and I uh, saying back in the day when it was realistically a chance. Uh, I get God dang, that was two thousand. Dude, I don't care I if it's a three hundred dollar ticket. If no, that happens, was, we're going. It was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. That would be awesome. If man. it's a three, if, if could, it's a five hundred dollar ticket, we make we're it going and go to a world. That would just be. I'm talking about bucket list, man. That's that's can one you of those games. The environment. You, you really, I mean. Where we are, we're six hours from St. Louis, for those of you that aren't from here. You can easily just drive up, go to a game, turn around, and come back. That's no fun to do it that way, but it's a one-day trip for us to go do that you if better, we could. You better believe when Cardinals and Yankees clinched and they were both going to the World Series, my first move is Monday morning I'm going into <laughs> Tim's office yeah. and saying, Tim, whatever you got to do to get me in that box sweet uh, for the Cardinals oh, game. Yeah. Please, dude. Not going to happen. <laughs> Please. Not going to happen. Uh, no, but no, that'd be, man. If Did you could, already talk to him? No, I'm just oh, saying okay. like, that yeah. would be, be so funny. Uh, man, it, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on stuff because it's getting exciting. This is the just time of year. Let me take a day of unpaid vacation. Yeah, no joke. 
I would do anything. Um, I'll still work. I'll work. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a computer. I'll work from that. You know, the trip down. Um, Over and up. If you're being technical. To either team. However, I just, uh, it's such an exciting time of year, man. You get close to October, football's really in effect. You're starting to get those big-time games going on, like early October. I mean, yes, we are coming up on a great time of year, but there is nothing like May and June. I disagree. I mean, for me, you've got NHL playoffs, you've got the MLB MLB playoffs, and you've got the NBA playoffs. You got three not rounds ML, of play- Yes, MLB. all three are going at the same time. No. Yes. MLB starting. MLB starting. MLB's yeah. finishing. Same thing. It's all boring. <laughs> well, that killed that segment. Um, yeah. So exciting time of year. We'll see where everyone finishes up. Can't wait for football this weekend. Got anything else you want to add? Yeah. Hold on. I'm researching this because I really feel like I'm not wrong. I mean, I could tell you. I watch baseball. For a living. Okay. Yeah. I'm Oct- a, playoffs you've got, start okay. in October. Yeah. You. Yep. Yep. For sure. You've got, but you have MLB season going on. That's yeah. what was in my yeah. mind. So you've got all three got going all the on. Sports going. The thing is, every single night, you don't have to wonder what am I going to go home from work and do tonight. That's a beautiful. I'm thing. going home to watch hockey, basketball, and baseball, and yeah. I'm going to have all three screens on at the same the thing, time. The thing about this, so October, hockey will have started. Um, what basketball starts? What end of October? Uh, so you'll have football, basketball, hockey, baseball, all going at the same time. Weather's changing. Weather's getting nice. Get that fall weather. I mean, it's it. We should have like a debate next show, like best season. <laughs> best season of. Like actual weather season. Best Cause you, season. Because you're saying you like the March, April, so. Oh, best sports season? Yeah. I've clearly already said what I like, so. Well, now you're researching because now you're thinking. No, I. There's nothing that I like more than. There's absolutely nothing in sports that I like more than the NHL playoffs. So that's a solid set in gold. I can tell you. I can tell you I my favorite the screen. season. I'm just you don't need to. trying to anticipate what um, you're doing. My here. favorite sports season is April 10th through June 16th. <laughs> that is my favorite sports season. And that's the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs. So a little, little bit of a difference between year to year. But um, April to June, man, I'm telling you, it don't get no better than that. And I think, when is the NBA playoffs? Because it's during that time frame. I, and I know that because we'd switch back and forth between NBA games, NBA yeah. playoff oh, yeah. games, and NHL playoff games. So, I mean, what what else is there? Anything that you want to talk about at all? No, man. I mean, I think that pretty much covers. Yeah, because you've got. I mean, during May and June, you've got NBA playoffs going on. You've got NHL playoffs, and we. I mean, you remember how good the podcasts were back then? I mean, um, I feel like audio quality has improved yeah. over that time, but. Um, content, as far as content goes, you've got, you just got a lot to talk about. So, um, yeah, we've, I think we've covered a lot today. We've covered probably most that there is to talk about. I don't know if there's anything else you have. We've got plenty to talk about on Friday. So Thursday, Friday, we might just meet Friday since we met Tuesday. Um, so this is, uh, today's Tuesday. So you guys will be listening to this hopefully Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Next episode is going to be dropping probably Friday night. So, 
be looking for that. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot coming up. We've got hopefully the Cardinals winning the World Series and the Yankees going home crying. Um, do you know the only thing I like about the Yankees? Take a wild guess. I think if you think hard enough, you'll like it. You'll know it. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld is the only thing I like about the New York Yankees. So, anyways, I'm not even going to put you in that category. <laughs> I guess not. Not a chance. All right. But, well, Stephen, tell them, uh, tell everyone where they can find us at. Um, Broken Arrow. We're in Broken Arrow. Um, if you guys need my address or you want to be on the show, just send me a text. Send me a message. Oh, you mean where they can send me a message. Yeah. Uh, you guys go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll be at Hopped On Sports. If you want to send us an uh, email, um, it's hoppedonsports at gmail.com. And I think that probably wraps it up for today. So, guys, yes, thanks for tuning in. We'd really appreciate y'all leaving a rating. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're listening, it helps us out. Also, we want to. If you guys don't like us, leave a review and tell us that. We don't care. We want to know uh, what we need to change. So, if you don't like us, tell us what to change, and we probably won't change it. So, um, cheers, guys! Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you Friday. Take care, guys. Cheers.